Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood of Brooklyn. Listen, last week, I'm taping this obviously before you're seeing it, we had a rain. Remember Noah? In fact, a number of us were building arcs just to survive. Right here in Brooklyn, on 4th Avenue and in Park Slope, cars were like floating. The second most rain since 1875. But today, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The sun is shining. I'm taping this in, in early October. And the sun is shining. It's almost like an Indian summer, what they call I want to read you two of the saddest verses to me. Always has been this way for me. Other people, I never heard anyone talk about it, preach about it, but it's jumped out at me. Last chapter of 1 Samuel, chapter 31. Now the Philistines, remember, they were going to fight against the Israelites. David was with the Philistines, but the king, Achish, said, no, 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 you can't fight with us. The generals will not go into battle. They don't trust you. On their side, you could turn against us to win favor. God just saved David from a very awkward spot, fighting against his own people. Was he going to kill fellow Israelites? How God helps us to escape things when we just made a number of wrong choices. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the Israelites fled before them, and many fell dead on Mount Gilboa. Lesson number one, who are God's covenant people? Philistines or the Israelites? Israelites. Who can claim as their fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Philistines or the Israelites? Israelites. Who had all the promises to possess the land which they were now more or less possessing? Israel, not the Philistines. Who's getting a beatdown? Israel or the Philistines? The Israelites. Well, wait a minute. I thought there's a formula. You just claim the promise, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and, and, and in Jerusalem is the tabernacle, and so on and so forth. And guess what? When you turn your back on God, God is not with you in the battle. He can, to chasten you, let you be punished by using even ungodly people and circumstances. Hasn't that ever happened to you? That's how God gets our attention. Otherwise, we live evil, turn our back on God, but then when we go in battle, come on, God, now. You're my master card in the sky. I'm, I'm drawing down on you now. Doesn't work that way. Don't believe any televangelist or anyone who just tells you, doesn't matter how you live, just claim the promise. No, niet, no, nunca. It pays to serve God and walk with God. Are we perfect? No, but God sees that our eyes are toward him. We're walking with him. We belong to him. We're, we're living lives in the light, trying to please him. So that's lesson number one. Here's the verse, though, that just eats my lunch. The Philistines were in hot pursuit of Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. I never heard about Malkishua, but he was one of the sons. Abinadab, but Jonathan. Now, you might not agree with me, but I will hold this until I get to heaven. Jonathan died fighting in a battle he shouldn't have been in. He was David's best friend. They were BFF before we used BFF. They were soul brothers. David was going to be the king. And even though 
Jonathan was the king's son. He knew David was anointed. He knew God was with David. He did everything he could to protect David. He should have been the secretary of state under David when David becomes king. He should have been in the palace with David eventually or be the top general for David. No, listen, he knows about David, but he's fighting with and for his father in a lost cause. You got to know when to hold him and when to fold him and when to walk away. There are battles. I know, but that's my father. I know, but your dad is off. God, he's consulting witches. And God is now not with him. God is against him. Why lose your life fighting a battle that where God is with the, the enemies? God's making the Philistines win. He's giving Israel over to them. You know what that reminds me of? How many times has family ties, racial ties, ethnic ties, loyalties, the family defending the craziest behavior. That's my sister. That's my father. That's my brother. That I know, but they're whack. They're not doing what's right. They're violating scripture. I know, but that's my... God doesn't ask you to follow your family. He asks you to follow Jesus. You're to honor your parents. But if you're an adult, you don't do what they tell you because they might be against God. You get what I'm saying? Never tie your wagon to anyone but Jesus. Nobody, unless you hate your mother, father, sister, brother, you can't follow me, Jesus said. He didn't mean literally hate him, but in comparison to your loyalty to me, I meet very few Christians in my life who are just like sold out. I'm following Jesus. I'm respectful. I'm kind. Mom, dad, I'm listening to you. Sis, brother, whoever, cousin, Tito, whatever. All right. I know, but I got to follow Jesus. I got to follow this book. Otherwise, you end up like Jonathan. You get slain in a battle you don't even belong in. Poor Jonathan. Saul, I can see. He turned his back on God, disobeyed God, grieved God, wouldn't listen to Samuel, God's prophet, hardened his heart, went to a brujita, a witch, to get instructions. I can see God ending his life this way. But come on, not Jonathan. No, no, no. Oh, Jonathan. Oh, you, oh, me. Lord, keep us our eyes on you and in this book so we don't end up defending and fighting battles we don't even belong in. See you on Monday. Next week, we're going to finish up 1 Samuel, God willing. Mm -hmm.